24 the top oh, today. Wow. 11 right now. I didn't even see you wearing shorts. Yeah, yeah, of course I am. Oh, God, with your leg tattoos. 20. What? You've got well, two that... massive leg tattoos. They go down to your knee. And I've been waiting to bring them out for the summer, and I'm there out, baby. <laughs> 24 tomorrow. And the same on Sunday. Get up with Paul Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Paul and Woody for McCafe. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive-thru near you. I'm exhausted today because I was at the, the show the whole day yesterday. The whole day, 17,000 people. Oh, Over 17,000 people rocked up. Shook hands up. with everyone. I was on the Wizzy Diz, the Winky Dink, the bloody <laughs> Flippity Flop. I did them all. Did you take your girlfriend on the teacup ride? No, well, she's heavily pregnant, so she wasn't allowed. She's not allowed to go on the no. teacup ride. No. You do know how slow I... No, she She'll had to hold my show being... bags whilst I was on the ride. Oh, God. You drag your girlfriend everywhere. What? You went to the dentist on Wednesday. Because I was you, scared. But you took her with you. She could pop at any <laughs> moment. And you're making her stand in the dentist. Well, look, big deal if this... she had to spend the entire day at the Royal Hobart Show yesterday. She had to stand in the corner of the room with the dentists and go and see Thor with me. Oh, Thor. We, I haven't even spoken to you about Thor yet. I have to speak to you about two things in regards to Thor. Don't do any spoiler alerts? No. Okay. I'm going to tell you about the two humans on the face of this earth that ruined Thor for me. Oh, no. One the of... first being a major celebrity that's on this station, mm. and the second shall remain anonymous because that particular person may be listening this morning, but I am ropeable. Okay. Completely ropeable. It wasn't me, was it? No, no, I'm not going to okay, blame you. Okay, good. Uh, do you know, on a side note, with, they're thinking about cancelling the Launceston show. Yeah, I know. And Devonport's already gone. It's so sad, isn't it? Yeah, like, why? I think because, um, like, it's a bit rubbish, maybe. Oh, or if they run out of money, like, Devonport ran out of money. <laughs> Every kid... Deserves the chance to go to a show. Yeah, but all you got to do is walk through the mall up in Launceston, and that's a show of sorts. Okay. Remember, I think when was it Joe Hockey or Malcolm Turnbull came down here once and reported on the mall? Yes, it was Joe Hockey. That's right. Coming up next, we're having tense batch. Oh my god! Chat. This is unbelievable. It's the most intense evs. Yep, evs, evs. It's Rugby Friday. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 13 past six on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, batch chat. Batch chat. Oh, my God. I hate to say this, and I feel sick saying it. Are you right? Say it again. Enunciate. I don't want to say it. Enunciate. You're right. She uh, picks stew. Yep. I kept saying to you, she's not going to pick stew. Yep. She's not. Yep. And you said, as if Sophie Monk's going to settle down with a normal guy. Yeah, or a guy that worries about pot plants. I mean, that was never going to happen. That was the first mistake they made this week, is getting rid of Apollo early meant that it was stew versus the little pot plant fella. <laughs> I, what a waste of time on television last night. They might as well have played the last scene first and then we could have just laughed at the pot plant fella for the rest of the night. Okay. She's never going to hook up with a... Forever he will be known as the pot plant guy. And the stage five clinger. I mean, that's... I mean, the jokes were just rolling oh, yeah. on Twitter last night. People were saying that Jared would be hiding in a pot plant whilst she makes love to Stu. <laughs> One bloke... Uh, front. 
Bob Blake suggested, oh no, how's Jared going to remove his entire back tattoo that says, I love Sophie forever? <laughs> like, Australia was hooking into this guy and he brought it on himself with the pot plant. The pot plant was where it all fell apart for that guy. Yeah, I know. But Jared, oh, Apollo, Apollo broke my heart. He's releasing a single any Mm. moment now. They're already discussing him being the next Bachelor. Oh, he's all but confirmed it last night. Yeah, he's already in talks. He's already confirmed that. And can I... How did social media ruin the ending, even though you predicted it again? Uh. So did you see the photos of Stu rocking up to the hotel that Sophie's staying uh, at? See. He goes, they're staying opposite each other. This is ridiculous. He goes into her room for an hour and a half where the publicity teams are so they can take all the photos before the final airs. And it was all captured uh, on is, photos. See, but I, I uh, looked at Stu's Instagram in the last couple of days and he was getting too obvious. Oh, totally. Like, it was ridiculous because it begged the question, why would someone that had been dumped by Sophie be posting all these pictures of Sophie mm. on his Instagram in the lead-up to the finale? But it's older people on the socials. Oh, he is, he is an older but guy, you, isn't he? You know what I mean? And now I'm upset again mm. because it doesn't just turn out that... She knew Stu or had met him once before. Apparently, they'd had a couple of dates. And you know, uh, right. Doga, when she did Doga with Apollo, which is Doggy yeah, Yoga. Doggy Yoga, yeah. It's one of his good friends, Stu's good friends. That, that runs did it, the Doga. That runs the Doga. Oh, no. Yes. I know I shouldn't take it so seriously. No, but you should but I'm because upset. you've invested in it and you've, you've spent a lot of precious time on it as well. Waste. And your work has suffered. <laughs> Have a listen to some of the stuff oh, yeah. that was happening on the socials. Let's That's what Facebook friends are for. Wow. Uh, Samuel says, Australia, put your plants out for Jared. That is quite I think he started that trend, actually, Samuel, because that post had like 538 likes in the space of 12 minutes, and then it was trending on Twitter. That's great. Uh, Renee did a bit of quoting when it came to Sophie. I want to get married and settle down and have kids. Well, Renee said, well, this is your perfect guy. Still married, four kids and the snip. (laughs) Winning! (laughs) Cha-ching, more like it. Suzanne said she went on the show to find a normal Aussie guy and leaves with a she-looking man (laughs) worth $500 million. He is too. Thanks for wasting our time, Network 10. She's got the station plug in. Uh, oh, okay, so Natasha, she got a lot of likes for this. She got 114 likes within about 12 minutes on this post. She was the one that um, called out the rest of the country because she's in Queensland. Oh, okay. So because of the difference, they don't do the daylight saving. And, oh. So stay off. You've got to stay off the socials. Socials. Seriously, we get in trouble for that all the time. Well, yeah. guess what? Ours is hit over. Unless you are Victoria, New South Wales. Do we even bother with ACT? Yeah. <laughs> Boring. And Tassie, unless you're in one of those states, you just don't get on the no. socials, full stop. Uh, Nicola said she came onto the show wanting a typical Aussie bloke who wanted commitment and a family. This is beautiful. There's some of these, these will be read out at the wedding. She chose a multi-millionaire playboy that has had a vasectomy. Four children still married and is more English than any other Australian. <laughs> Sophie, no wonder you're single at 37. <gasps> oh, you oh, can't that's say that. That's 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 friends. Friends. I like Sophie. We love Sophie. Yeah.
it's just our choices that we're not huge fans of. It's R&B Friday, 18 past six. Paul and Woody. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. You can't function without us. You know I don't normally swear, but Blake is a dick. Oh, isn't he? From The Bachelorette. Yeah. And Perth. And the guy that your much younger girlfriend knew. Well, I, I think something went on between them because I wasn't allowed to read the exchange that they had uh, five years ago on Facebook. It came up as a Facebook memory. And I was oh. like, oh, can I have a look? And she said, oh, no. But I saw the first line from him was, hey, are you working this weekend or partying? Oh, what a line. I took a put oh, no. bit of effort in it, mate. My predecessor was a real wordsmith. No wonder you look like such a Prince Charming to us. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this is what he's done. He's being investigated by New South Wales Police for threatening to release revenge porn. No. Of The Bachelor's Jen Hawke. So Jen Hawke, you probably don't remember her, but she was on one of The Bachelor uh, seasons. What? They hooked up briefly. Got it on. He took snaps of her, and then he was trying to. This is since my understanding, since the Bachelorette ended, the season he was just on, was trying to shop it around. No, naked, and this is the New South Wales Police saying this. Naked pictures of her, and I thought, oh, okay, this is just going to be. This is yeah. going to be no legitimacy to it. But New South Wales Police have confirmed that they have received a report relating to the incident. Cannot provide any further information. Due to the ongoing nature on the of the investigation, and it gets worse, police also confirmed that they took out they took out an apprehended violence on an AVO. The police did against Blake, and he's not even allowed into the state of New South Wales now. At the moment, I thought that's where the Batch Mansion was. That's what. That's why I think this happened afterwards. Oh, right, because it was all filmed about five yeah. six months ago. Oh. Trending. Well, we've got a due date for Kim Kardashian's baby. So the surrogate, who is a college graduate with two children of her own, apparently will give birth in January. Okay. So this seems to have been going on a lot longer than we had known about. Yeah. So we still don't know if Kanye was involved in the surrogacy (laughs) or... I don't know. I mean, somehow I don't think Kim would be... Well, it wouldn't be hard to What are you convince. trying to say? It wouldn't be difficult for Kanye to convince Kim that it's the only way to do it. Trending. <laughs> and I think it'd be great that finally one of Kim Kardashian's children will be able to say, my birth mum had an education. <laughs> oh, Paul, that's horrific. You know they're getting $30 million each for the next season of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Kanye and Kim. Yeah, or Kim and each of the sisters. No. Yeah, $30 million. It's a record deal. We have to seriously stop watching that shit. I know. Because we, we're paying for this. I know. Uh, we think we know who the next Bachelor is going to be. Right. Apollo. Apollo. For some reason, they didn't go for the five-stage clinger Jared, who came runner-up. The runner up. guy? No, they're going to give him a gardening show. <laughs> With Peter Cundall over on the ABC. There's a reference for our older listeners this morning. <laughs> Oh, Mace, did you hear this as well? Yes, I've got a bit of news on this. This Ooh. might be an exclusive, oh. a worldwide exclusive. Oh, well, right. So I've got a friend who I'm putting a lot of trust I'm in. I'm already shocked. To tell me this. Oh. He said that a few weeks back, a girlfriend of his confidently asked him what he thought about, um, about her going on the next season of The Bachelor. And apparently this girlfriend of my friend's said that the producer of The Bachelor 
confirmed that Apollo Apollo was going to be the next Bachelor in 2018. Well, there you have it. That, that is a... That's the next one. Well done, Mason. That's really good work. It's taken Brady. you a while, but you've Don't... brought something to the table and... And I finally gained a friend. There you did too. So it's a double kill. <laughs> Trending. Uh-huh. Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> oh, look, I'm wrapped in this one. Larry David's got his newest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm flying around at the moment. Yeah. Um, I've been watching it legally. And Brian Cranston was in the latest episode from Breaking Bad. He played his therapist. Uh, he has revealed 30 years later that he th- threatened to quit Seinfeld and the NBC network in about season three or season four over the episode where Elaine, Kramer, George and Jerry have a bet as to who could go the longest without what? attending to oneself. Yeah. Uh, he said that if the executives didn't give it the thumbs up, he would have just walked away from Seinfeld there and then because he wanted to do that episode so badly. But in the 11th hour, Jerry had a brilliant idea when they were putting it together in terms of a script and he said, let's not mention the M word once. Let's just allude to it. NBC executives were wrapped with it. They made the episode and it was one of the most well-received episodes of all time. The latest ring down, Scoopler, it's up at Hit Hobart. And I did that without any friends. You can't touch this. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Okay, can we... Yeah, all right. We're talking no, about should. sausages. Get the sausages. Well, I was just talking about the sausages. Um... <laughs> Is no. This what happens when the no, Mason away. came in and Mason said that he's going to the show tonight. And I said to him, Well, you've got to get a sausage from the oh, 100.9 Showbag Pavilion. Get the pork and fennel one. It was beautiful. Is this really? Is this sausage chat? Yeah. I mean, snack chat. Are we. Here's <laughs> Paul and Woody. Oh, I had a ball at the hotel. And anyone that rubbish can wheel. kiss my fat hairy ass. Why people rubbish? If you, you, you don't have to go. No, you don't. But we don't want it to be like Lonnie, which looks like it won't come back next year. True. Devil Born. Gone. Gone. Yep. We don't want that to happen to no, her. No, but, no. And yesterday proved like 17,000 oh. people more than went through the doors. I'm going back this afternoon because... For the sausage? I'm going to get a sausage. You get a, Did I say the pork and fennel yes. one? Um, but also, I like to sit there and watch the dog show. Oh, do you? I love that. And the hounds are on today. So I've got a hound and... I don't think I can turn up and eat him, but... No. He's got that's the a weird phrase I just used. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Homer. You just tuned in, me talking about entering my dog into a competition. Did you pay for your sausage? Or of course it... I did. Okay. No, remember you, you were standing there with it. me and I accidentally left some money there and you said you left that. Oh, you did too. Mm. $10. Thank you for that. Yeah, I should have just taken it. Do you find, and I know, hang on, I'll can we, Yeah, can you spin it? Because we are running really late today. Do you find that ever since we've had the tap feature on our phones, it's not like I've got a credit card, I've just got a debit card and I just tap. Are, are, are we all bad with money now? Oh, yeah. Like our counting has gone downhill. I'm dropping a $5 note if it's in my pocket. Yeah. Are we all doing this? Well. Are you going to say it's an age? <laughs> You're, you are, I swear. I swear. I swear. <laughs> the name of the game is show us your texts. Okay. Call so us on 13, 12, 16 and oh, read the do last. Do I just do my whole Sorry. job? No, you yeah. go for it. Please, no. I panicked. Why? I panicked. Because I talked about the... Um, sausage. The sausage, and now I'm salivating. Because you know I love a sausage. I always go down for a bratty at the Salamanca Market nice. on a 
forget to chew, though. I do. You I just do. swallow. Yep. Uh, so just ring us, read out the last text you received from that. We're going to try and guess who sent it to you. If we can't, you're off to the movies. Let's do it. 13, 12, 16. It's 11 away from 7. Playing this. R&B Friday. Paul Waits will see. He's so stupid. He can't turn this up. Shut it up. No, you don't want nada. None of this. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Stayed away from seven. Just wanted to let this play out in full. Normally I'd start fading it down now, but... Normally we have R&B Friday today. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, we should do a morning where we just play Will Smith. Oh, that'd be great. And what would we do for the other 95% of the show? Is that the theme song from Fresh Prince and that. What have you got against? Didn't you do Boom Shake the Room? Oh, yeah, with DJ Jazzy Jeff. Do do we know if DJ Jazzy Jeff was involved in Wild Wild West? Or was that Will Smith's go-it-alone project, like when Harry Styles broke away from the boys? (laughs) Kiss Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. Hi, Justin. How are you? So good. Do you like Will Smith? Will Smith, oh, he's not a bad actor, but I'm not a bad musician. Yeah, bingo, okay. correct answer. You've already won the tickets. But <laughs> let's just go through the motions. Uh, if you could read for us the last text message you received, Justin, and if we can't work out who sent it to you, we're going to send you to the movies. Yeah, wicked. Uh, what is it? Roger on the recipe. Roger X's, exclamation marks, emojis. No, nothing. Just, just, oh, no, there's a full stop at the end of it. Like, just. Okay. That's telling. Okay, stay there, Justin, and we'll have a quick chat. We'll get back to you. We're going to make this quick because we are late. Okay, well, I'm immediately going to say it's a guy because of the Roger. I don't know if women would use that phrase. Roger that. I've said oh, Roger unless, that. Have, have you? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't class me as a... A good sample for no, no, females, no. but no, no. So you um, you don't mind a bit of rogering in your sentences, Roger? Now I am thinking it's got. Do you know who I think it is? I think it is a mate. I was trying to think of the recipe because I don't really know guys that share recipes. Not to be stereotypical, but I just don't. Right? Yeah, I like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, scone recipe. I think guys yeah. would be more. Um, what about a marinade? But like, no, I don't think it is. I reckon it's if it's a recipe. I reckon it's more he's brewing his own beer. Ah, oh. uh, he's brewing. I think it's a brew, brewing a beer. What about? It's an old friend of Justin's that's male. Uh, he used to be in the army reserves, and he's got his home brewery. Okay, I mean that leaves it open, doesn't it? Yeah, that, the margin of error. Justin, is it an old mate of yours that's got his own home brewery? He's happy to hand out tips and he used to be in the Army Reserve, you know, uh, one weekend a month, two weeks a year style. Uh, no, not an old mate. It's just the old boy. Um, and it's a beef cheeks recipe. It oh, sounds gorgeous. <laughs> okay, so it was one of your mates, but it was a beef cheek recipe. Your recipe? Uh, no, it's not. Well, I've cooked it a few times, but I haven't actually. Uh, it wasn't. I didn't invent it or anything. So mm. I can't really take the credit for that. Yeah, no, I'd really you... like to, for him to go through the recipe. Yeah, now. yeah. Well, so what do you do with the beef cheeks? Oh, here we go. Well, no, basically, I you know just season them, yeah. uh, fry them off in the you know, fry pan, throw them in the slow cooker, oh. put some onions, uh, garlic, 
carrot in the fry pan, cook that off, throw the celery in there, cook that, put it all in the slow cooker, deglaze the pan with some wine, red wine. Oh this is gorgeous. And with the beef stock in the slow cooker, cook for eight hours on low and uh, with a bit of uh, thyme and some bay leaves and that's it, pretty much. That sounds magnificent. We're going to Justin's for tea. I'd, lo- I'd love that with a bit of sweet potato mash. Yeah, mm. no, no, sweet potato mash isn't bad, but I just had the ordinary mash. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and the sugar snap peas. So. Oh, sugar snap yeah. peas. I don't even know what the hell that and, is. And don't throw them in the pot for too long because you want to keep no, them. No, you want that uh, nice crisp, oh, uh, you know. Crunch. Okay. Yeah, there's a little bit of a crunch there. But oh, the, that's gorgeous. Yeah, so. As much as I'm loving it, we are going to have to open this up. We'll get a oh. fact sheet up, though. Yeah, we will. Of uh, Justin's Beef Cheek Slow Cooked Recipe. Well it's done, your beauties. <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Yeah. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Paul and Woody for McCafe. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive-thru near you. So Jared, the runner-up of The Bachelorette, mm. the stage five clinger and the pot plant guy. He showed up to Toby's house this morning. <laughs> dressed as the milkman. <laughs> Jared, we've been through this. You tried to deliver a pizza last night. <laughs> uh, Jared, I know it's you. It's... I've never had a rock that shaped in my front yard. Mm. Sophie, have you reconsidered? Oh. G'day, Stu. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm with her, mate. <laughs> he said he would take her back. Oh, He's no. come out today to say... Mate, just go and find someone else. The best thing he could do tonight is go to a pub. Yes. Go to a pub and you'll meet someone. But he's, he's obsessed with Sophie. Like, oh. he... His last girlfriend even said that he was too clingy. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. No. It's like you own a winery. Like, you've got a lot going for you. You do, mate. And there's a lot of Sophies out there. But back off a little bit. Just ease up a little bit. But, yeah, he said, look, if things don't work out with Stu, he's here. Or if things don't work out with Sophie, he's happy to settle for Stu. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I tell you what, there is a phenomenal story oh. kicking around Hobart this morning. I, I love this sort of stuff. There are 11 blokes competing for one woman. Yeah, this is in Hobart. Yeah, this, this is, is in Tassie. in Tassie as we speak. It's got nothing to do with a television show. No. And it's happening, I think, probably maybe an hour away from us right now if we jumped in a car. Yeah. We want to tell you all about it. Right after this, it's R&B Friday, 12 past 7. Hobart's hit 100.9. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. Talk about a story of survival. 11 males, one female. I'm talking about the orange-bellied parrot that flies from the mainland down to Tassie. Yeah. Every year at about this time. Uh, They shack up in a few trees right down south, almost as far south as you can go. And 11 fellas have flown down, and they've all been sitting around waiting, just waiting and waiting. To... Well, because they're close to extinction. Well, that's, and we, look, as far as we know, there could be less than 20 left in the wild. Yeah. There's a few in captivity, but these 11 wild blokes are just sitting down there, just hanging for it, just knocking back beers and just waiting, waiting. And then a chick flies in. Yesterday. And only one. Yeah. One chick and 11 blokes. And this is, this is just like The Bachelorette, isn't it? 
I mean, these are the same numbers as The Bachelorette. You know, they all arrive at the Batch Avery. Oh, no! And The Bachelorette Parrot, she perches herself out the front. And all the bachelors, they fly in one after the other and they're showing their plumage and feathers are getting ruffled. <laughs> and the boys are doing their best to spread their seed. Okay. And right. then uh, every night they have an elimination. You know, she gets up and she says, will you take this piece of millet spray? <laughs> <laughs> it's Paul and Woody. You want to put on. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. T42. Kick back with a gin and tonic waterside or enjoy a glass from their large and eclectic wine list. Well, it looks like the JFK records will come out today. So I guess that's um, yesterday American time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump, he was a big man. He got on the socials and he said, oh, I'm going to release them. Well, it was already planned to be released well, after 55 to. years. Yeah. yeah, because that's, and that's the same, that'll continue to happen well, that's right. after 55 it's years. sort that... of like a freedom of information yeah. act, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the question is, how much did the government know anyway? Yeah. I mean, there's always a possibility that the government knew nothing 55 years ago. So when they release the information today, there'll be nothing in there. Yeah. Was the CIA responsible? Was the FBI responsible? Did it have something to do with South America? Well, apparently we may or may not know by the end of today. My prediction is we'll be in the exact same position as we are right now. Yeah. Trending. Batch chat. Batch chat. So we've been talking about Jared, the five-stage clinger, mm. who said he will. he's happy to have Sophie back. Right, He right. will accept her back if it doesn't work out with Stu. Did you watch the episode last night? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Stu, though, mm. is this... I don't, you know I love love. Oh, you do? You, you, you love love almost as much as you love this city. Yeah, and I just don't know with Sophie and Stu. Something just doesn't rub me up the right way. Well, it doesn't sit so, right with you. Well, she's coming out. She wants to get married and she wants to have kids and all that kind of stuff. Yes, he's still married. He's got to get a divorce and he's had a vasectomy. Yeah. But she said stuff this morning like she's happy to just have IVF and then chuck her eggs over his way and then they can just insert his bits, the bits that he needs. But he turns around and says, oh, I think it's best if we just go for a meal first. So she uh, feels as though right. yeah. she thinks it's further along than what it is. And then in the two months since the show wrapped up, they've only seen each other twice. Well, that's going well, isn't it? I mean, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Do we know if he has stored his little boys anywhere? Apparently he has. That's always interesting, isn't it? The, getting the vasectomy, but having the, the boys stored somewhere. Does that suggest that one might not have wanted the vasectomy in the first place? Yeah, could very yeah. Trending. It's all speculation, really, isn't it? For the latest trending now on Scoopla, it's up at Hit Hobart. It is R&B Friday at 20 to 8. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Paul and Woody. I wanted to cancel this today because everyone's away. Yeah, but this is a good test for us. I don't think there's anyone in Hobart. No, no, this means we have to bring extra good topics to the okay. table today. We are going to pitch some topics at your Hobart. 13, 12, 16, if one interests you. Okay. The first one I want to throw out there is I went to the Royal Show uh, yesterday and the day before I'm going back today. I know. And I want to know, what's your secret find from the Hobart Royal Show? Right. You know, if you just walk up the main strip, you're going to see the show bags, you're going to pop the balls in the clown's mouth, all that sort of stuff. Big shout out to him. Um, but I want to know, what did you find at the show? Like my pork and fennel sausage? Oh, you still You've going got to try that. the pork and fennel sausage that was inside the Hit 100.9 Showbag Pavilion. Okay. Maybe you've discovered something at the show that the rest of us don't know about that's not up on the billboard. Ferrets? The ferret. You co- I couldn't drag you away from the I ferrets know, the I other loved day. It. Loved it. 
I, I looked at you and you tried to pop one in your pants. Why are you... I said, you can't take that bloke's spirit. You barely know him. You know, this week we had a guy ring in from Hobart who has a pet ferret. And the pet ferret even has its own litter tray. That's so great. They said they have huge personalities. It sounds a little bit like a rabbit. Rabbits are underestimated, as are ferrets. 13, 12, 16. Here you go. Does anyone in Hobart laugh at inappropriate times? So I've heard that this can be a nervous thing. It's not Mm. like you mean to laugh, but Mm. if you get overwhelmed, it's the wrong emotion that comes out. So could this potentially happen at a funeral or maybe someone just got fired and they tell you? Is this actually happening in Hobart? Do you suffer from this? I just had a flashback. What? When my grandfather was on the way out, and he was an old man, so he lived a life, um... My uncle and I were up in the room with him. They gave him a nice room at the hospital because he was a gold card war veteran. And he was on the way out and we're very upset and we're crying. And when the nurse came in to tuck him in at night, he whacked the nurse on the arm and said, Get out of it, Manny. Well, Manny was the name of our dog that we'd had about 20 years previous. Oh, my God. So my grandfather thought that the dog that had been dead for 20 years was trying to get in the bed with him. My uncle and I laughed hysterically. Well, we were rolling around on the floor. But that's not a nervous thing. That's just because you're a jerk. Oh, like, right. <laughs> I didn't get the topic. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I, I must have misunderstood. That is horrible. You but we didn't know what to do. But you, you're laughing at someone that essentially has dementia. Like, that's what you're well, just... it was nervous you were laughter, wasn't it? You were going straight uh, to hell. Righto. <laughs> righto. You've already booked your seat. Um, 13, 12, 16, I'm going to stick with the Royal Hobart show. Yeah. Um, Mason is going to the fireworks tonight. Yeah. And he wants to know what time it starts. Oh. It's so excited cute. excited about the fireworks, Mace? Very excited. You know what I used to do, Mace, um, when I used to go there when I was about 13? Oh. oh, okay. I'd go with a boy and we'd sit on the G-Wizard and we'd kiss and oh. hold hands. Is that what you're going to well, do? Maybe. Let's go to a little bit more than that. Actually, we should get Will Hodgman kind of on. Oh, on the G-Wizard? Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? He said oh, nothing. He, yeah, never mind, old man. Your old man, it takes a while for him to catch yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. If anyone knows what time the G... Uh, the <laughs> What is it? The fireworks the G- starts tonight. Mason wants to be there because he doesn't want to miss the start okay. of it. Okay. 13, 12, 16. 16. Are you the only one manning the fort today or womaning the fort? It feels like a lot of people are having today off. Yes. And you may be the only ones left, like you and I. Well, we could throw a stick in this office and not hit anyone. Not a single person is coming into the office and not a single person wants to join the show. No calls today. I wish this show was a bit more like the G-Wizard. It's just a bit disappointing. Oh, I thought you meant. No, that wasn't. I don't. I still don't get what you two we're were talking about. We're all going to get about. it on. <laughs> you sicko! We've told you before, Mason and I. No. <laughs> Come on, we've got the office to ourselves, guys. Get it. Who? Twelve away from eight. Paul and Woody. I was in the crib, sitting by the fireplace, drinking cold cold on the bed, getting drunk. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. We've got $100 Thanks cash go. guaranteed to give away just after eight in Shore of Origin. But we've been talking about your secret finds at the Royal Hobart Show. Well, I, I had a pork and fennel sausage. 
and I found ferrets. You did? Yes. You tried to smuggle a ferret out, didn't you? Because I heard a bit of rummaging, and then I looked behind the cage, and you were there with the bloke, and you had his ferret there. Are you allowed to pat the ferret? You were giving it a stroke. Hi, Emma. Hi. Hey, what would you like to talk about? Um, I found some really cool bath bombs. <gasps> Where were the bath bombs? In the showbag pavilion. Brilliant. And what makes them so good? Oh, just all the colours and they smell amazing. You can smell it as soon as you're walking through the doors and it's just amazing. Now, in, now tell us, take us inside the Hit 100.9 showbag pavilion and tell us where the bombs are located. I um, mean, the bath so, bombs. Oh, yeah. I'm, I hope no one's tuned in halfway through this. Gosh, so you go past the lollipop tattoos and you go past Mr. Spork. Hang no, on, you've got to stop. You've got to stop because the lollipop tattoos, we were, we were captivated by this. Yeah, do you know they made one? We didn't ask them to do this. They made a hit one, hit 100.9, and as you suck it, mm-hmm. the, the tattoo goes onto your tongue. So you actually oh, so got it's like, like a, a print on your tongue. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, what was Mr. Spork? Uh, it was Dr. Spork. Sorry, Dr. Spork? What yep, is he and doing? then straight across from Dr. Spork is the bath bombs. I think it's Annie's Bath Time Treats. Okay. And this what? is just past the funeral? Like, because you know how you can get coffins there as well? Oh, you get a coffin. Oh, yeah, those yeah. coffins. The, 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 the road back from that. Okay. The road back from, from the, the coffins, coffins between <laughs> the tongue tattoos and Dr. Spork. Yeah. Is this a dream? What is Dr. Spork? Yeah, what does Dr. Spork do? Um, I'm pretty sure he just gets old forks from um, tip shops and makes oh. bracelets. Oh, and bends them and yeah, things. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're right. great. They're great. Okay, that's good. The bath bomb recommendation. Thank you very much for joining that's us. That's all good. <laughs> Thank you. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. As well, get up. get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Paul and Woody for McCafe. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive-thru near you. Hey, um, did you hear about that woman overnight? Her bank accidentally deposited $25 million into her account. Oh, God. <laughs> what would you do, seriously? Well, I had a friend. She won't mind me mentioning this. Her name's Lainey. And she went to withdraw $20 from the ATM and it spat $2,000 out. And then she checked her balance, and it didn't say two thousand; it said twenty. And she went and spent it, and then the bank got in touch with her. Oh God! Yeah, she had to pay it back. They'd always find out. Yep, definitely. You hope you could at least get the interest off twenty-five million. That'd be good. That's how rich people live. Pop it into an ING quite a way. Get your five. Per- <laughs> get your five percent. Grab the five. Yeah. Lock it away before they realise it's gone. Yeah, yeah. In long-term deposit. And then, you know, tell me, yeah, I'll give it back in a year. Yeah. And then you've, you've gotten your 5% on $25 million. Hey, Mace, can you do me the math on that? Yes. 5% on $25 million? Yep. He's doing it for you okay. now. 5% of $25 million. Um, now, would you run the risk and withdraw $25 million, go down to rest point, stick it on black? Oh, don't encourage that. Mm. There's no winners in gambling. Except for rest point. And except for David Walsh. Yeah. He's done all right. He's done all right. But apart from those... But apart from, from Rest Point and David Walsh. Yes. Then come on, guys. Gamble responsibly. We're doing Shore of Origin next. East Side of the Bridge versus the West Side. Can I just say quickly, if anyone has had a bank error 
Yeah, yeah. Something like that where you've come across money that wouldn't yeah, have, yeah, yeah. have been yours. Can you give me a buzz? Uh, $1,250,000. Is that what it would be if you put it in a long-term deposit? That's 5%, I think, of $25 million. Is that right? $1 million. Okay. $1 million. Is it as simple as that? Yep. Okay. Five goes into 20, 20 times. Five I, goes into... I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you, that sounded like it was going to be convincing. I know. Oh, guys, uh, five goes into 20, 20 times. We go, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I worked it out on the calculator. <laughs> Sarah B. Friday. <laughs> you can have said anything there. I know. <laughs> Paul and Woody, Hobart's hit 100.9. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 17 past eight, Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, we've got $100 cash right now to give away. If you are from the east side of the bridge, we were victorious. Give me a call, 13 12 16. Let's fight. On Hits, Paul and Woody. Superior side of the Derwins. This is Shore of Origin for T42. Kick back with a gin and tonic waterside or enjoy a glass from their large and eclectic wine list. East side to the west side. Um, can I disclose one thing? I, I don't have headphones. Why don't you have headphones? I don't know. I just don't have headphones. So you can't at all. hear anything? No, I've got nothing. Have you been playing with the switches again? I was playing with the Why do you touch buttons? Oh, God. Sorry, guys. This is... Um, you can hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Can you see if that reaches oh, into your plug? This is... I'm... Pop that into your oh, plug. Oh, thank you, mate. Oh. It's giving you new Another headphones. Pair. He doesn't like to wear other people's headphones, though. I don't think it's the... Um, uh, one, two... No, it's not, it's not the... Um, oh, God. The headphones. It's, it's my little jack. <laughs> I'm not sticking your jack. No, can you stick that uh, in your hole? Can you... There we go. And then we should both be able to hear... There we go. So wow. I've got an issue on my side of the desk, and I just realised the text on annual leave today as well. So your jack's going to have to stay in my hole all yes. morning. Did you mind? It's a bit odd that I've I've got my jack all the way over. Can we the desk. just continue? Okay, please. let's do this. You were losers yep. on Wednesday. Have you heard about the and it's not your fault, Catherine. No. <laughs> No worries. <laughs> yeah, it's Paul's. No, 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 Catherine, we're going to do all right. I reckon, Catherine, I've got a positive feeling about this. I am finding right. it difficult to hear everything, but we're the still going to... things are cutting in and out for me, too. Yeah, I think we've got big desk issues here. So I if think... anyone is listening, no one has come into work today, but if you are someone that <laughs> is an electrician and you want to come and help us out, 13, 12, 16. I don't know what's going on. All right, anyway, let's okay. move on. I am playing for Kelly from the East Side. Hi. Hi. Okay. Here we go. We'll All right. We're, we're going to try and do the best we can. We're going to try to win you a hunji. This one's for you, Catherine. Here we go. I was just going to ask Paul, sorry, before we start, yep. what did you say was in Woody's hole before? My jack. His oh. jack. Okay. Yeah, right. See, right. so, look, I'll show you. Can you see it? We'll get a photo of it. No, I don't want to sure. see you putting things in Woody's hole. Can we just continue? Snapchat that. Let's just All right. Question one. Here we go. Best of luck. Tasmania is located how many kilometres mm. to the south of the Australian mainland? East. East side. East. Woody, what's your answer? Uh, to the exact kilometre, please. 101,000. Higher. <laughs> Paul, it's now in your hands to have a guess. Hang on. one hundred. It's not It's not higher than 101,000 kilometres. Oh, I thought you said... Sorry, yeah, no, lower. Lower, okay. Right. <laughs> sorry, I didn't hear what you said correctly. <laughs> um, I thought you said 140 like... or something. I don't know. Is it about 500? Lower. Woody? 
400. Lower. 350. Lower. Really? 300. Lower. What? 200. Higher. 250. Lower. Oh. 225. Higher. 230. Higher. 241. Lower. 240. Congratulations to the East. <laughs> <laughs> I've won yet. Yeah, Hang on. Can't blame that on the uh, equipment failing this morning. Segment has oh gone God. for so long, the music's run out. All right, this I've got this, like Kelly. Kelly. I can't so, uh, this. Can we just note that you went from 101,000 <laughs> to 241? <laughs> you must sit on a plane thinking, geez, we get to Melbourne quick. <laughs> I mean, I sounded like a complete knob saying oh, 500. Well, I got it right, didn't no, I? You so, did, and it's your yeah, point. Yeah, well, what is 15 minute journey into work um, is normally 1,000 kilometres each morning. <laughs> go, go, please. She travels at the speed of light. All right. Okay. <laughs> Why are you buzzing? <laughs> Why are you, get you buzzing? To shut up. Um, okay. All right. Question two The Royal Hobart Hospital is on which street? Hey, east. Sorry? I'm saying correct. <laughs> yeah. Yes, East. What street is it on? You know I'm bad. You know I've lived my no, whole no, life. And I'm just... Three, is... two, one. Liverpool! No. Yeah, it is. Correct. You've got to give her that point. It is on Liverpool. I'd say more Argyle. Oh, uh, but shares. I mean, it's it's a big block. You said you're going to yeah, do that? The... No, I, I, I could not. He just wants to wrap it up because it's gone on for too long. Well, that's part of it, but also, that's where you enter the hospital from, so. Kelly, we're victorious! Woohoo! Oh, you're amazing. <laughs> sorry to you, Catherine. That's okay. I think Catherine dozed off there for I think a bit. She does I think we all did. <laughs> hey, Mission Andy. Watch your- this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. T forty two. Kick back with a gin and tonic waterside, or enjoy a glass from their large and eclectic wine list. Now you don't have any headphones. Your headphones are broken. All right. We're having some technical issues in the studio this morning, Hobart, because everyone's taken a public holiday today. Um, you're going to have to bring the bed down because I can hear what everyone else can hear. There we go. That's good. Okay. Woody's just swapping headphones oh, over. You've got headphones what is, now? What is going How does everyone just check out for a day? I know. There's no one here. Like a radio station still has to function. I know. I don't. I know how to work an iPhone. That's it. I think what you've got to do when you have technical problems is pour water on the equipment. Hang on. Just... <laughs> Ow! Oh, my God! I just zapped myself on the microphone. Did you really? That, that really hurt. We've been trying to get you knocked off for a while. Oh, my God. That's... I've taken life insurance. What was that? I, I think they call that the natural selection process. <laughs> <laughs> the microphone just zapped me. Something weird's going on in this studio. Oh, yeah. Can you check? You, this is a serious Google. How many volts should be going through a um, XLR Canon lead to a microphone? Oh come, on, Paul! Because I, but you're still I, I shouldn't alive. Be zapped by that. But you're still alive. Yeah, aren't but now you? I don't know if I want to touch it again. Maybe it might be a good thing you could just shut up for a while. Oh, uh, not when my life's at risk. I want to know because it, I, th- I think it should only be five volts, but it might be more than that running through this right now. And you're saying to me, oh, be quiet and all that oh, rubbish. Are we in grade three? But what if the voltage runs through your headphones? Like you would care. Yes, I would care. Why? Who else is going to press the button? Oh, you're such a... We're having serious right. difficulties here. Let... And I just heard a spark in my cans. Did you really? And cans is a slang word we use in radio for headphones. It's not like. The cans he has to have on standby. Hearing things again. 
People may not know this, but it's in his rider. He has to have a set of cans. Yeah, a six-pack of Cascade Draft. <laughs> oh, anyway, All what's right. trending? <laughs> oh, now you're having a coughing fit. God. No, I just took a sip of coffee and... There's someone trying to get you now as yeah. well. They're trying to poison you and electrocute me. I don't think we'll be around next year. <laughs> uh, if you were wondering, Paul, an XLR connector should carry 2 to 10 amps at 24 volts. 24 volts. Okay. So what is it? You actually don't know what that means. So, yeah, what are you going to well, do I with know this I want information? To know you, well, I want to know if you would physically feel a jolt if 24 oh volts God. went into you. But you would because if you put your tongue on a 9-volt battery, you feel it. Anyway, battery chat. And we don't recommend that you do that at home. No, no, no. And this segment is not proudly brought to you by Battery World. If anyone has had more volts running through them than that, I mean, you are such a but I, well, baby. But if you don't expect to get zapped when you touch something, yeah. it comes as quite a shock. Hence the term shock. <laughs> Why are you getting so angry? Like, some people have been hit by lightning before. Yeah, and they're not happy about it. So I just touched something and I didn't know what would go off and it did. Like... I think we're all looking forward to this weekend. Okay, I don't even know if I want to do this. I was just going to talk about... Has the music just... What is that noise? That That's a weird noise. That sounds like a flood coming or something. No, but it I does. I think it's the air conditioner. No. <laughs> Why is it so loud? Oh, this is ridiculous. No, Play okay. some music because I'm going to turn this, the studio on and then off again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you do, do it the way around. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Zombie Friday, six away from nine on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. I'm feeling for Larry David, co-creator of Seinfeld this morning, because uh, along with his latest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, he's done lots of interviews. Yeah. Uh, If you haven't seen the Netflix special that involves Larry David... You have got to watch it. I haven't seen it. You have to watch it. Okay. okay? Just Google Larry David Netflix special. And I, I can't tell you any more information than that because it'll be a big spoiler alert. Okay. okay. You've got to watch it. Now, Larry has come out and said that back, uh, I think it was in season four, he had written the episode where in which George, Elaine, Kramer and Jerry have a bet who can last the longest without... Um, Getting down to some solo activities. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Uh, look, it was pretty, pretty groundbreaking for the early nineties. Of course, it was. And he said that he was so determined to get that episode over the line that even before the table read, he had told himself, "If the executives at NBC don't want this episode, I will leave." So he's ready for a yep, fight. This is a non-negotiable. <laughs> And then Jerry came up with this idea, well, why don't we just make sure that we never actually mention the word in the episode? Which is what made Seinfeld so good. They did a lot of those episodes where it's implied. You don't have to say it. It was like a pantomime. Yeah. It was awesome. And they never mentioned the word about solo activities and the NBC executives thought this is an awesome episode and it played and I think they only had 65 complaints (laughs) <laughs> and we're talking about tens of millions of people yeah. that used to tune in to watch it. I mean, it wasn't that long ago in my mum's day, you know, mm. with like I Love Lucy and shows like that, old people, old people shows, you couldn't even show like a pregnant belly. No. You couldn't even show them just lying in bed together fully no. close. So there were, always had to be so, one foot on the floor when a couple was lying in bed. Yes. Or 
they would sleep in separate single beds. There's something for you, kids. There you go, kids. <laughs> and I can understand where Larry David is coming from because uh, there are certain ideas that I want to get oh. up on this show and I will walk away if I don't get to play Where Are You From? Stop bringing this I up. I love this game. No, this is racist. No, it's not. Yes, it is. People okay. ring up with an accent and then I... Why do they I... have to have an accent? Well, maybe you, know, you don't have an accent. Maybe they were born in Japan, but they grew up here. Yeah, but I reckon I'd still know. I reckon I'd See, I've got some ability to understand audibly where people are from. And you you have flat out refused no, because... to let me play this. And the legal department have gotten involved. Oh, you're not allowed to play it. But I'm thinking next week I might do a Larry David. No, because Pauline, you want Pauline Hanson to be flown in to do the Grand Denier version of it. Yeah, it'd be That's great. What... No, this is this is That'd not That'd be okay. fantastic. Wouldn't it foreign family feud? Wouldn't that be fun? Can you just have a think about oh, what you've just right said? Okay. You know what? So are you going to walk? You know, Let any... me think about it over the weekend. No, no, because any idea you come up with now. But can you imagine? <laughs> no, just okay, walk. just I think you picture should walk. It. Foreign family oh, feud. Pauline comes out, she introduces the two families. You've got the Trumps and the Jongs. And they've got to go up against each other. Okay, out here first, Donald, Kim Jong-un, they stand there, hands on the buzzers. We surveyed 100 people and we asked them, uh, which of the two of you is the biggest fruit bat? Wouldn't it be better? Survey said. Then just, if they're both there, just have two trap doors. <laughs> I've just had a better... <laughs> It's not fair. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart.